Welcome back. We're still here. It's Mile High Magazine, Sunday morning edition, and the only edition, by the way. And I am Murphy Houston, and we're going to talk about girls and science. I love this. Saw this on Channel 4 the other day, and we have a lovely lady with us, Professor Dagmar Kress, who's with Metro State and working with girls in science. Dagmar, thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me, Murphy. I'm excited to be here and speak about the girls in science. And I love your name. Can My I... name is from Germany. I, I was born in Germany, and I lived in Germany really for a little more than 20 years. Then I came to the States. Well, but more about that later, I guess. I guess, but Dagmar's a great name. I really, really like that. So, <laughs> Thank you. You're inv- invited or you're involved with girls in science. Let's talk about that. It looks intriguing. I have three daughters. I have four granddaughters. And I'm thinking, this is something maybe they should be aware of. So let's talk about that. What is it? Well, the girls in science is a it's an education and outreach campaign to motivate girls to explore the STEM careers. You know, science, technology, engineering, and math. They also snuck arts in there. There's something called STEAM. I've uh, seen uh, because uh, a lot of the um, technical professions needs illustrations and creativity to display their work and uh, products, so the arts come in there too. But anyway, there is a, um, a cooperation between companies in the industry like Raytheon and Ping and Excel Energy, and then CBS4 is into it, and Girls Inc. Uh, in the Denver Metro, and also MSU Denver, which is a university, and they have come up with this. It's a virtual event, Girls in Science, that's hosted for an entire month, again, to attract girls and show them what they can do well, in these STEM careers. It's a wonderful STEM. Uh, well, it's not really new, but more and more people are becoming aware of STEM and what they offer up, which is wonderful. So let's, tell us about you. How did you get involved? What do you do? I am, for most of my life, I've been a flight instructor. Wow. And uh, I'm now since uh, seven years or so, I work at MSU Denver. I'm a, a lecturer there. I give classes in, in downtown in the building. I give classes in the aviation field. We have this aviation aerospace department. So there is uh, the, the aviation part is, of course, you can uh, become a, a career pilot. We have classes for that, and they're quite scientific. There's uh, aerodynamics involved. Why do the airplanes fly? Uh, molecules around the wing, so the wings have to have a certain shape. That's engineering. Uh, the molecules part, that's, uh, that's atmospheric sciences. Uh, there's navigation. You know, those instruments, Very the, the, these uh, modern instruments, are, they're really computers. So they're, they're very scientific instruments, how to... If you fly around the world, uh, far distances, um, weather, meteorology, you need to know about the weather as a pilot. Uh, so there are sciences in that. And down at the department, we also have an aerospace operations um, degree, if you want so. Um, we operate satellites. Oh, my. We don't build them. That would be aerospace engineering. But we, we, we steer them. We have a lab down there where we can communicate with the satellites and direct them and steer them and communicate with them. Also have drone technology, things like that. So that department down at MSU Denver is uh, aviation and aerospace sciences, and I am, I'm a professor in the aviation field. Good for you. And, 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh. I enjoy what I do. Uh, it, that's a tough job. I mean, that's a lot of change in technology all the time. You have to really stay on top of your game, don't you? You do. Yes, you do. Absolutely. Uh, the modern technology, all the young ones who come on now, the kids of today who, who go to college and learn that they basically learn that new technology. They grow up with this technology anyway. I think they have it much easier than, than I have it. For me to learn that it's much, much more difficult than for these youngsters. I understand. Yeah. yeah. My business is kind of that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> so explain why you became a mentor then for girls in science. You're trying to get more girls in the aviation field? Is that what it is? I just like to stick it to them. That's my <laughs> mission in life. I would like to just... Uh, Show to the girls what's out there. And it's not only aviation. There are a lot of cool professions. And uh, for the girls to just be fearless and say, oh, this sounds interesting. This looks interesting. I want to explore that and not be discouraged because it's so easy to get discouraged uh, by your circle of family and friends and maybe uh, circumstances. And uh, I can tell the, the discouragement story, my, my own story, really. Sure. And I'm now coming on to 63 this month, so it's, it's more than 50 years ago. And I, I, I grew up in Germany, but it's not Germany's fault. Germany, that, this, this was the same all over the world. Right. This was a different time. And women didn't do these professions. And my crucial moment was... I was probably six or seven years old and we flew somewhere on the airlines and I got the seat next to the window and looked out and saw the wing and the propeller and I just loved it. I couldn't look away from it. And uh, I wanted to be a pilot, but the setting where I grew up, my family, they were not, uh, nobody went to university there. So the scientific professions or anything technical was not in the family and it was not in the circle of friends either. So what I was told was this is too technical for women. It's not for women. Women are not pilots. It's too technical, and I could never have a family, kid. Sure. The technical part, I have to say, that has nothing to do with women or men. It's just if you look at the population as a whole, women and men, there are some that like technical things and some that don't. Right. But it has nothing to do with men and women. Look at all the musicians. They are not engineers. They make beautiful music. They are artists or painters, and they have that there. So that's fine. But that has nothing to do with women and men. So if, if, a, if a girl wants to do something technical, she can absolutely do that. That is not a qualifying argument anymore. And then the part with the family um, if you're an airline pilot, yes, you are gone a bit. Sure. But if you look at families, there's one. Most of the airline pilots to this day are men. That is correct. But most of those have families. That's right. And why should only the men be able to have families? How about some sharing of uh, parenting parenting duties there? So right. The men can do it. I think the women should be able to do it too. You just have to share it. One has to be home when the other one is gone. Or you work with a, a support system. Parents, is grandparents, if you have, that's great to have along. Or nannies. People work with nannies. And then once kids go to school, it's it's better, too. Yeah. So and it's definitely possible. If it's possible for the men to be airline pilots, it's also possible for the women. Amen to yeah. that. I agree with you. You're motivating me, Dagmar. I'm getting all fired <laughs> up over here. <laughs> that's good. Well, let's talk about what sorts of STEM professions are most popular with the girls these days? Maybe being a pilot, that would be exciting, but what else? 
Yeah, pilots, you know, if you look at the statistics in the airlines, 7% of the pilots are women and 93 are not. There is still, and it's not in balance. So there is room to grow. I think in the engineering, it's really bad engineering. It depends on which engineering. Uh, What I, I asked my daughter because she studied biology and she said it was pretty even out there. Right. So in biology, that's health sciences, anything health related is a science. Medicine is a science. Biology, I think those are probably the fields that are most populated with girls right now. But uh, then if you look into engineering, computer science, uh, there's room to grow. Definitely room to grow. Well, if a girl's interested in a STEM field, how do you recommend they get started then? They need a mentor. They need somebody who supports them. Um, if they if they say they want to write f- apps like apps for the phones, that's a science, that's a STEM field. Yes, that could be or computer games. There there are lots of fields that that are modern now that have not existed years ago. And it, yes, it is hard to start, but you can find a wealth of information on the computer. Open up your computer and Google or research if you want to be an app designer. Just put the question in, how do I become an app designer? And put yourself in a circle of people who know about this. Find somebody who knows about it. Uh, For the parents, for example, if you want to be a supportive parent, many parents know nothing about what the kids want to do. And instead of saying, you cannot do this, they could say, okay, let's see if we can find somebody who knows how to do this and who knows how to help you. This would be my advice. Oh, that's a good piece of advice right there. Parents, again, are so crucial to any child's direction. Yes, very crucial. Yeah. And if, if I look in my field in aviation, we have a program for kids. It's called the Young Eagle Flight Program. It's, it's run by the Experimental Aircraft um, Association, and they created that 25 years ago. They are volunteer pilots who two Saturdays a month or so, and we have three programs. We have three Saturdays a month here in the Denver area, north and south and over to the east too, and they fly kids. We, I'm one of those Eagle pilots when I, when I have time on Saturdays. I do that too. We show up, we fly kids. It's a free flight. Wow. We give the controls to the kids. They can tinker around a little bit and fly the airplanes. And uh, the ones who have an interest, they all, by doing the flight, get a package that um, allows them to log on as a young Eagle pilot. They get a free course, this aviation course. When you, let's say you become a pilot, there is a, there's theory and there are exams involved. And you get the course for free when you were a young Eagle pilot. And you can study that. It's an online course. costs you nothing. Oh, that's and fantastic. Guidelines and uh, links to resources. Wow. So we have that in aviation, and I'm sure it's out in any field. You just absolutely, have to find absolutely. It you can find it. You, I can only say you can find it. Go on the computer, Google it, and you'll find it. Talking with uh, Dagmar Kress, who's a professor over at uh, Metro State in aviation, as you can tell. And I know this whole thing with girls in science is what we're talking about here, and Dagmar's involved with that. It involves Girls, Inc. and some outside businesses. Channel 4 is involved. But I'm hearing about this girls, I think it's called a think outside-the-box activity kit? Yes. So um, if you go on the website, and the website I find is a bit complicated to type in. So what I – you can just go in and Google – you can find it through CBS4. Put in CBS News. 
Okay. And then there's the search field, and then put in girls in science. And there are a few links coming up, but one of them is this link, girls in science, um, that we are talking about. And you scroll down, and you come to this uh, think outside the box. And there is a link to order the kit. And that kit... There are there is a book in there. There are experiments in there that you can do at home to see if you like this uh, chemistry, biology. There are all sorts of experiments in there, and uh, cool gadgets and links to resources and links to people that can help you. So that's all through CBS Four. That's easy enough to find CBS Four in Denver. Yes, that's easy to find. Yeah, yeah, it'll be all linked up there. Well, listen, Correct. Dagmar. Before I let you go, how can moms, dads, daughters listening right now, right now to you? How can they learn more? Okay, there is an event going on. It's called the Girls in Science Community Conversation, and it will be streamed live on CBS News on Thursday, March seventeen at five p.m. And they are all the mentors of uh, those companies that uh, contribute here. I'll be there, too. And uh, the mentors from Ping and Raytheon and Excel. And we'll all be there and share our experiences. And the Girls, Inc. of Metro, these girls will be also there. So tune in there. Tune in there and uh, have a notepad ready take notes and take down numbers you want to call. And I think that should get you going. And for the parents also. Be open, if it, even if it's not your area of interest, if your daughter or your son, it shouldn't be really only for the daughters. If your kids want to do something that you think, oh, I don't know about this, but you should let them explore it. Sure. Find someone who can help them. Get well, a and, mentor. And do it That's together. Great. You do it together with your yeah. daughters. It's a fun thing. Right? It's a fun right? thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Dagmar, keep up the great work. You're so exciting. It's fun talking to you. I like it. It's fun talking to you too, Murphy. It was great to meet you, and uh, I wish this is uh, going to achieve great, great things. This well, program. Well, I think if you go to CBS Four, good people over there too on their website, they'll have all this information you need, especially about that virtual thing coming up on the seventeenth. That yeah. sounds like good fun too. Exactly. So, yeah. Dagmar, thanks for coming on today, Mile High Magazine. We appreciate you. Well, thank you for having me. You're you're thank welcome. You for having me. You're welcome, Bye. and thank you guys for listening. Mile High Magazine, Murphy Houston here. I'll talk to you next week.